right, baby, let's rock! Oh, wow. I, uh, I look very, very homeless. <laughs> okay, that's not good. I'm, I'm gonna go fix that. Gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and I am so happy to have you guys here with me today. Um, now, if you have not taken notice yet, glance around the room, okay? I am sitting in a chair. I'm sitting down, dude. It's not always stand-up. Sometimes it's a sit-down special. Um, but yeah, so the reason for this is I was doing some voiceover here, and it was like hours and hours and hours of me recording. You know, like voiceover goes. Um, and my legs were giving out on me. Okay, so who knew that standing was so difficult to do? So I was like, I, got, I can't do this anymore. I gotta build some freaking tower of, of, of crap. So I got this chair in here, and what you can't see is that this chair is actually sitting on top of a table, an end table. So I'm effectively about eight feet in the air right now. Um, now you probably, like, you know, my eyes and my shoulder, everything's framed up just as normal as it usually is. But for me, I feel very high up and a little bit scared and dangerous, but also, like, somewhat superior. You know, there's something about sitting on this giant throne that I'm, like, the king. I'm like, here, go find me these, you know? I feel important here. Um, so it's uh, it's definitely an interesting vibe, and it's comfortable, to say the least. Um, now, I wonder if it'll help contribute to the podcast in any way. Maybe it'll help me to slow down my thoughts. Is this the secret? Is this what we've been waiting for? I just had to kind of sit down, relax, kind of rest here. Um, but, yeah, it'll, we'll, we'll find out through the rest of the show, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been nice so far. My hair, dude, my hair. Okay, like I started the show, right? I walked in here with the, the scruff and disheveled and no bad clothes. I'm like, well, I'm going to go get ready, right? Um, that was just a little bit. I was planning on showering. Anyway, showering is the very basic and foundation of hygiene. I took care of that. Um, now, yes, I'm looking great and looking fresh, but my problem is with my hair, dude. I'm looking like a freaking Pantene commercial. Now you're thinking, that's great. I, I would dream of having such luxurious hair like you, Tristan. But I don't care. I like the disheveled look. I like the messy, kind of just woke up, not so put together look. That's me. I'm not the private school, you know, kind of hair. <laughs> um, so I just, I don't know how to uncomb said hair. I made the mistake of combing it when I got out of the shower, rested, came back, and now it's looking like this right? It's just kind of, it's just doing, it just naturally looks beautiful. And I have no idea how to fix that. So if anybody has any suggestions or any help on how to make yourself look a little bit worse, um, I will gladly accept those. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my day so far. Sitting up and beautiful hair. That's Tristan for you. Um, no, but for real guys, what's going on? What's didn't, I don't even know what I said. Guys. Um, but if I'm being real with you and being completely honest, Lately, I've been feeling a bit overwhelmed, okay? That's the complete bottom truth of how I'm feeling. This is therapy now. This is what you get when I sit down. I lean back and I go, oh, doc, let me just tell you, I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's so many things going on. So you guys are getting some really unfiltered and, and you know, brutal honesty out of me here. Um, yeah, I've been feeling a bit overwhelmed. And I would argue that just being regularly whelmed is bad enough, as is. Um, you know, but you take that and you make that into an upside down cake, you roll it over and you get overwhelmed. Okay. It gets pretty bad. Um, you're thinking about these things that I want to be doing, should be doing, can't be doing the things that I should have had done a long time ago. Go and get me started on those. And these, these things just begin to snowball in effect. And you're thinking about all these things over and over and over. It's like flipping through the channels. Which would I do next? And, uh, and it becomes a big mess. So in my brain, 
I've got this giant like six-way intersection and the light's gone out, right? The stoplight's not there anymore. So we called in this, this traffic cop and he's like foreign and, and he's like trying to push cars on the wrong side of the road and he's directing traffic, but he doesn't know how to do it. It's his first time. Um, so the, everyone's just like, nothing's happening, right? We're just kind of confused and we're snowballing here. Um, and that's, that is what overwhelmed feels like. Um, so it's definitely an exciting time and I'm not here to complain about it, more to just say that's, that's you know, I'm being honest with you. Um, I will say that I do appreciate my brain in a sense that, so I'm feeling overwhelmed and you feel stressed and so on. Um, but I, I'm a pretty uplifting, um, optimistic kind of guy. <laughs> so as I'm feeling here, I'm sitting here feeling overwhelmed and stressed and like just taken by all the factors of life and going, oh, blah. And my brain is going, this is good, right? It's a good, it's a good thing to experience this because how else will we appreciate the times when we're just regularly whelmed or not whelmed at all right Tristan I'm like that freak you know I'm sucks right now but that's a good point you know I'm the kind of guy that can find a silver lining in a rainbow all that color I'll pick out that gray streak anywhere um so it's a pretty it's a pretty good thing it's a good and bad and which is, you know, the actual description of a silver lining, I guess, finding the thing in the bad. Um, but yeah, I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that would make like a scrapbook, but like of my bad moments, like I want to remember the bad moments so I could appreciate the, be- the, the good ones. And I just, it's just photos of me just crying. Like, I'm like, look back like, oh, remember all that hard time now? Don't we feel better, everyone? Right? So I'm thinking about making a scrapbook of me just crying, like, oh, they got fired. Oh, I'm in trouble. This broke. I tried yeah, yeah, all the times. Um, and I, I think that would be a hilarious concept. But yeah, that's who I am as a guy I'm just like oh this is fun we should we should and honestly we should make moody scrapbooks that we can just look back on and think oh man aren't things so much better now and honestly the idea of just a regular scrapbook why do we make scrapbooks to remember the good times why because when we're feeling sad and I don't like that because by making a good scrapbook to look back on in times of stress is to imply or submit to the fact that things are going to get crappy in the future I don't subscribe to that okay so I'm going to make a moody scrapbook and say this is in the past now I'm moving forward but I can always look back at it and appreciate the times that are going on right now but yeah that's what's been on my mind lately um what else has been happening dude I've been trying to eat healthier and that is always a battle man so I was on a good streak I was on a good roll a run for a long time and as I started working these jobs in these long hours you I find comfort in food Okay, I've explained this many times on the podcast. That is my drug. That's my release. That's my escape. I find that and I go, give me that. And when you're feeling overwhelmed, like I just said I was, you know that I'm going to go find that delicious snack and grab it up. And um, so that was going on for the past week or two. And now this past week, end-ish, I've been trying to let go of that, right? So it was perfect. It was the perfect storm. The stars aligned. You know, I talk about like, oh, and the way for New Year's, the thing, every I, perfect time to start. I'm like, this is that, right? We're rolling into a new month and it's the beginning of a new week. We got no holidays going on. Everything's right. Prime for the picking. If you want to get yourself together, this was the day to do it. So I start. It's the Sunday or Monday. I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm eating healthy. I put all, I sowed all my oats last night. Okay. I ate everything I had, bought everything in the store. I did it. Okay. And I did it upright. Um, so so that was a fun experience, but I left it behind. I'm ready to start my new chapter. So I'm trying to eat healthy. And uh, as I'm doing that, I'm doing on Monday, I'm like, man, this is perfect. This is the perfect day, right? Now we get l- further into the night and I begin to think and overcorrect and think of what's going on. I was like, this is, this is a very convenient day to start and really take care of this. But then I see some Hostess cupcakes and some oatmeal cream pies and people are bringing cookies by. And I'm thinking, 
You know, is it too convenient though? I mean, who like honestly, like how much willpower does it really take to start at a time that's so convenient? This willpower isn't going to last me for the entirety of however long I want to eat healthy. I I feel like I'm betraying myself. I need to show true dedication to what I'm trying to do. So I break. I break that Monday night or that Sunday night and then I roll into the next day. And I'm like, "You know what? There we go." People start on a Tuesday, that's kind of odd now, right? We're trying to start on a Tuesday, that shows some dedication, some willpower, starting on the second of the month. Ho, 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 now I'm showing freaking that grit. So I start going through the day, and thinking, there we go, man, there we go, starting on a Tuesday. Now the day begins to end. I see some pizza, some ice cream, some corn dogs, a little bit of candy, and, uh, and my brain starts thinking again, well, it's a Tuesday. I mean, sure, it's not a Monday, but honestly, it's beginning the month still a little bit convenient. And I break. <laughs> and then I break. So then we roll into Wednesday now. I'm thinking, there we go, dude. How much better is it to start in the middle of the week? Feels impossible. Hump day. So now I'm trying to put myself into it. That shows the real, the power, that freaking courage to really start trying to eat healthy in the middle of the week. That is what you want, man. That is what you want. And, um... And we got mostly through Wednesday. And then we saw some things, and things happened. And I saw the food looking back at me, and I thought, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday's right before the weekend, okay? You gotta be a mad mother dog to try and start a diet right before the weekend rolls in. So that's where I'm at right now. I just broke, okay? And I'm ready to start, ready to start my thing right at the beginning of the weekend because I want to show to myself, it's a proving moment to myself to show that I'm worthy of riding this thing out for the long term. True dedication and grit and willpower and all things that go in between. And um, so that's that's kind of been my journey, trying to eat healthy so far. And I think it's going to stick this time. I think it's going to, but part of me is wondering right now, if starting on the weekend would show even more of that chutzpah, you know? I'm trying to, if, if starting on a Friday or Saturday, pfft, dude, you, if, if you could start eating healthy on a Friday or Saturday, you can do anything you want. You've got, you've got the most go get it, take care of it attitude, pull yourself up by the bootstraps kind of willpower that is needed to change the world. So I'm, part of me is thinking, do I want to be that guy? Can I be that guy? Do I want to rise to the challenge? I'll update you further. Okay, I don't know what's going to happen, but right now it's seeming pretty tempting. Uh, so that's kind of how my stopping has been going so far. But another reason for me actually, you know, eating healthy successfully, hopefully, um, is that, okay, so I'm a big proponent of Lunchables, right? I love Lunchables, especially if I fall off the wagon, right? There's these little packet, snack it, do it yourself kind of things. There's something special about them. Um, and when I break, when I start eating bad again, everyone in the town knows it, okay? Because there's a Lunchable shortage. I go into every grocery store nearby, and I just scoop them up. And like, are you going to feed an orphanage, or what's going on? I'm like, I'm 23. <laughs> and I just grab all these Lunchables I can. I love them. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. You just, you you open it, and, and you're just, you're caught by all the ingredients and snacks, and they give you a little juice box and candies, and it's it's an amazing experience, right? I know I've crapped on, you know, seafood for having to, you know, contribute and work part-time, but, but whenever I had a Lunchable, dude, I felt like, I felt like the thing was actually instilling a good work ethic in me, right? I was putting together the thing. I was like, yeah, you make it yourself. I'm taking care of business. I'm fending for myself at this point. Um, so they were. it was very important. I would argue Lunchables are a foundation, a critical you know, factor of a children's upbringing. So I've, I've always loved them. I've always had a deep attachment to them. And so I got like 30 of them, right, naturally. And so I, I peeled these ones back and 
and I pulled up my little pizza crust and, and I'll put a photo up somewhere and I saw a freaking black spot wherever the photo is, right? So I don't know. Um, there was a black, couple black spots on these freaking doughs and oh, sadness, dude. These are my babies. These are my freaking holy sanctimonious pizza circles. I don't even know if I'm using that word correctly, but I'm going to say it with confidence. Um, but yeah, I, I, disappointment was not even my first thought. It was the correct thought, but my first thought was I could probably still eat this. Um, against my, actually, not against my better judgment, against my worst judgment, my better judgment actually prevailed, and I did not eat them. <laughs> um, but I did eat the ones touching it, but it's that's neither here nor there. So anyways, I was super sad, man. So I see these Lunchables, and everything's just tainted, right? Blacks, mold, I don't know if it's safe to breathe in. I don't even know. Um, so after I've, after I've already eaten the other ones, then I really start dissecting what's happening, because I'm still looking, and I'm like, maybe, but no. Maybe, uh, I've already used the other ingredients. But anyways, I the mood was ruined. The mood was just over. I just had freaking grease and pepperoni and cheese just all over me. I've eaten like 30 of them, and, and only like one of these pizza crusts was gone. It, like, it ruined my vibe and my mood so hard, and I was like, um, I, just, I don't even want to do anything anymore. It's, you guys ruined it. This is stupid, and I've already had, again, so many. I've had so much food at this point. There's no reason to be upset about this one little pizza crust, and I was. And, um, and that's when I started thinking. I was like, am I, am I going too far with this? Am I getting too involved to the point that maybe I do need to dial it back and get back to a, a healthier version of myself? And, um, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, now, this, did, this thought process of getting back into the good rhythm did not happen before I sent a, a nice, lengthy message to Lunchable saying, you know what, I've got a podcast and I'm willing to press charges. Um, so I did that in the heat of a moment. I didn't say that exactly, but I did send a photo and I said, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on here. It's a little black. I got this on the eve of this and I finished it and it's kind of gross. Is this safe? Okay. And, and they sent something back saying, um, you know, we will, we're so sorry. We'll give you a coupon of reimbursement and stuff. And that doesn't all matter now, unless it gets here before I, you know, break or crack um, I don't know but anyways that was a little funny thing that happened so I had kind of recovered and I come back and Lunchables offering me free Lunchables now I'm like really feels like a good idea to start on the weekend man I don't know so uh, that's where I'm that's kind of where I'm at right now what else has been going oh dude I took another COVID test right it's always an event it's always an experience doing one of these things and um, so there I was just minding my own business trying not to crack right just thinking, healthy 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 um, and then it's out of the blue Hey, Tristan, look, we're trying to get you another COVID test before the uh, weekend rolls in, before we get back on to set. Is any way we could fit you in for one of those? I'm thinking, hey, yeah, absolutely, of course. For, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, what is it? What are we looking at? He's like, actually, we're looking to do it uh, within the hour. Could you be there right now? Okay, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, all right. Um, so I was not excited about either spitting in a vial in the back of a parking lot, feeling very suspicious, um, or getting my brain just jabbed out over and over again. So either way, this was something I had to do, and I was getting ready to pack up. Uh, luckily, another buddy of mine wanted to come along. He was on the way. He's like, oh, let's just go do this thing together. So we were riding. This is a normal car ride, albeit very, very far away. There's car crashes, accidents. It's taking super long. And again, this thing like closes very soon, okay? Because so, I didn't know this was going on today already, so I'm going there. I'm trying to beat the clock. So we get there, and we're following the instructions. It's saying, okay, we're going to go to the airport. That's where the COVID testing is. I don't know why it's at the airport. That's at the airport. No more. I have nothing more to disclose about that except that it's at the airport. Don't ask. So we're following the thing. We're following the GPS, the address that they gave us, and all of a sudden we see the airport. Begins to pass by. 
Well, <laughs> see the planes take off. I'm like, yeah, that's the airport. That's the place. This thing, the GPS is still going. Say, go straight, go straight, go straight. I'm like, okay. I'm double checking, checking all the addresses and the emails, making sure everything is right. This plane's still flying over, going by. I'm like, there's the airport's back there. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Either way, thing keeps taking us straight. And then you look at it. It says it's probably going to like a loop around, take us back. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Trust the GPS, right? What do I know? I don't have a satellite. So we keep following this thing along, and now they know. I see this giant tent huge thing popping up right outside of the airport um and i thought maybe it was just like an extermination you know unit but it was a freaking circus dude the gps led me us to a circus and i get the irony i know what the name of the show is called so i see this freaking thing and there's there's lights and shining the barnum bros i'm like what is going on here so i'm in complete and utter shock and i can only imagine people that are stepping off the plane for the first time thinking wow so what's ohio like and they look out the window and just elephants and galore and da, 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 da. you know it's like a tourist trap it's a circus trap like come on join the bottom rows we're ready for you um it's just peanuts all galore it's like where we're not in kansas where are we um so i can only imagine what they're feeling i was confused myself there was no advertisements there was nothing freaking you know showing for this the circus was just there the circus was just there i've never seen just a circus just out of nowhere um so i <laughs> i don't know what i was doing there but anyways we walk up to the uh, the thing the ticket lady we're like okay where are we supposed to go because the address is saying go forward you know, pass the circus she's like you know we've, we've had your kind before and she starts acting like we're trying to sneak into the circus or something like this is this is the ultimate dream is to get past her uh, she's like listen this is this is happening a lot this is not what's going on okay no 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 i'm like no trust me look here's i can show you the address okay we're, we're supposed to be going this way okay listen if you're really trying to go to this production whatever that you're saying if you're looking at the address that you're really trying to give me I can help you out one second she walks away and she freaking tears off this paper and she gives us this little torn off sheet that has step by step by step by step directions drive by this go under lean under the bridge turn right talk to a mystery squirrel he'll reveal all the secrets you need to know I was like what is going on so we just follow this circus lady blindly turn around it does not where the direction says we're supposed to be we're just trusting right sometimes you just gotta trust the circus um, so we turn around we're following this thing I feel like I'm like a pirate like 15 paces left and find the X marks the spot like like it's some sort of weird magical Easter egg gun. We're following. Okay, okay. I mean, what it's saying is kind of like lining up. It's truthful. I don't know what's happening, but we trust it. We follow it blindly with conviction. We know that maybe this circus lady is onto something, or maybe she's sending us to her doom. I have no idea. Um, and in the middle of it, one of the ladies from the production calls. She's like, where are you guys supposed to be at the COVID test? Think, what are you doing? The time's ticking. You got to be there fast. You got to be there now. And we're like, listen, uh, I don't know what's going on. We ran into a circus. Some crazy circus lady gave us instructions. We're following. Like, yeah, 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 right. Look, okay, sure. You found a circus. Sure you did. Like, if someone calls you and just gave you an excuse for being late and said, Hey, listen, sorry, got stuck at the circus. Don't know how this thing just popped up out of nowhere. Trust me. Don't know where I'm at. You're not going to believe that crap. So we're trying to convince her on the phone. Like, listen, we're not trying to be late. A circus came out of nowhere and it's steering us in the wrong direction. I don't even know what to tell you. So we're trying to follow the directions everything she's saying. The only thing we have to go on is this little sheet. But as someone who, you know, I have circus in my blood with the show, I had to trust as much as I could. So we follow this thing, and we're, and, and sure enough, dude, we come around the bend, and we see this giant thing, and we're like, wait, is that the Green Garage, right? It's like some sort of, like, mystery, like, just beautiful um, Dr. Seuss book. It's like, oh, follow, find the Green Garage, 10 paces. The Green Garage! Is that the Green Garage? And we yell at the door to another guy that's outside. He's like, hey, sir, is that the Green Garage? He's like, yeah, that's the Green Garage, but you actually have to go all the way around because you weren't supposed to stop here. And like, that's a one-way. Okay, great. But anyways, so that we're in the nicotine. Time. Thing, time is ticking. We stopped too far at the circus. We're driving as fast as we can get there. We've tried to find a parking spot. There's no parking spots because everyone's freaking, you know, at the circus, apparently. <laughs> um, so we uh, we park somehow. 
find a spot, run in there, and I'm getting nervous now, right? It's one of these freaking good thing. I'm getting please, please be one of those sketchy little spit in the vials things, because I do not want one that goes up in the air. Um, and I'm talking and I'm telling people, I'm like, dude, I do not like the nose one because it, it's it's horrible. They freaking shish kebab me in the brain. They fight spearfish with my head, with my face. And like, it's not, you're being a baby, dude. They just little swab, 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 swab. I'm like, trust me, look, we're going to go do it together. It sucks, okay? I, you had the same one we had, right? You're saying you had the same one I had. I'm not being a baby. It sucks, okay? Just show me. Show me how tough you are, right? So we go in there and I'm going to get nervous. I'm sweating. And he goes first. I'm like, Whew. Here we go. And then she begins to swab. Just a little swab. Doesn't go up. And then swab, swab. And she's, he's like, see? That's not bad. I was like, that's not how it happened. Trust me, dude. Okay, when I went, and she went up in there and tried to take me out, dude. I did not like it. But luckily, it was not that bad. This was just a slight tickle. It was it was very graceful and delicate, actually. It was very nice. Um, so that was the whole experience. It was it was pretty nice. And, and you know, we paid and, and got cheeseburgers afterwards. Oh, frick, I already did break. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I don't know if the moral of the story is to just trust the circus folk of the world, but so far they are 1-0, right? They have a 100% success rate at being very helpful. So give it up for the circus people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what else has been going on? Oh, we got new neighbors. We've got new neighbors. Shh. Um, they're actually, they are, they are deaf, dude. We have, we have deaf neighbors. Um, and I did not know we had new neighbors at first, so I parked right in their driveway, right? We had, we didn't have people right next to us, so I had been, you know, accompanying their, their driveway space, and it was very convenient for me at the time, but I park in there, and, and they come over, and they knock on the thing, and they're like, and my mom's like, oh, you gotta get out of there, you're on the freaking thing. So I run out there, I'm like, oh, I don't want to start off on the wrong foot, so I run out, I'm like, hey, my name's Tristan, okay, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to be intruding on your space, I just, I didn't know you guys were here or anything like that, and all of a sudden, he keeps going like this, I didn't know he was deaf, okay? So I thought he was just casting spells and doing this freaking cool wizardry or whatever. And I'm getting super intimidated because the guy's, he's smoking while he does it. He's like, it's in the middle of the night, so he's kind of got this like, and there's nothing more intimidating than a guy just signing at you with a cigarette, super dark, and you don't know what he's saying because I don't know how to speak sign. I don't know, I'll, side note, dude, interesting thoughts. Um, why in high school are we forced to learn like Spanish and French when, you know, sign, dude, a sign. I have run into more deaf people where I could have used signing properly than I ever have someone that only speaks Spanish or French. Um, so yeah, I think people should start signing more, but that's besides the point. Anyways, so I was super nervous. And I was like, is he yelling at me? Is he doing whatever? And he's like, Why not? I speak for myself. I'm like, oh dear God, um, I messed up. So I'm just like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And they, they don't respond. I mean, they do this but I don't know what that means so I still don't know if they hate me um so I backed out and got out of there but it was uh it's pretty intimidating I'll say that much and I'll also say that you know no offense to deaf people deaf death not death deaf um deaf people deaf people are very loud and I understand that they don't you know, know how loud they're being, but they're, you know, I was, so we were, we're always concerned. We're a very loud family, right? We've got a lot of loud things. I'm screaming in the basement for crying out loud. Right. Um, loud dogs, barks, and, and, you know, whatever, right? So I was more worried and glad that we have these neighbors that won't be able to hear us as much, right? So I was thinking, you know, look, look we're not going to be the problem anymore. But around like 2 a.m., dude, they're get they're pretty rowdy, okay? So I'm, 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 I'm waking up and hear all these noises. They're just going... <laughs> like they're sawing... Like, what is going... It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon over there, dude. There's so much noise. It's in the middle of the night. What do they do? I have no idea. Um, and I can't knock on the door and, like, ask them, you know, what's going on because I, I can't speak the language yet. But I, uh, 
I, I I'm really curious about what's going on over there. But yeah, they're uh, they have been actually super nice so far. I think again, but you know the faces, their facial expressions that they've made when talking to me have been um, nicer than when I was in the driveway. I don't think they were too happy about that. But anyways, guys, um, that is the show today. That's all I have to talk about. Um, thanks so much for tuning in here, and I hope you guys have a blessed evening. Hope you're not too overwhelmed. Hope you guys are having... Actually, I don't even know if it's evening for you, but even if it's morning, I hope, you know, maybe the rest of your day sucks, but I hope that evening really kicks in for you. Uh, I am just going to end the show right here because it's going to take me a little bit to climb down from this mountain. But again, guys, thank you so much. See you in the next episode. Peace! I'll just have to freaking do this. Later!